Oh my god, hi guys! Did you miss me? It's your favorite host, Danielle Denise, and this is Girl What? Resurrected. <laughs> you guys, I missed you. I'm sorry for my hiatus. You know what? Let me call it a summer break. That's what I want to call it a summer break because I just kind of took the time off to focus on me. Focus on what I need to do. I had some things going on, nothing crazy or bad, but just some changes that required my undivided attention, if you will. So, and I'll get to it. This is, will be a real short and sweet episode, nothing crazy. Um, we'll catch up on me first, and then we'll just talk about the trajectory of the podcast and where I w- want it to go. So, with that said, Let's talk about me, me, myself, and I. Um, going back into April, your girl got a new place, a new apartment. And you know what? I fully embraced the suburban girl in me. Like, I'm suburban through and through. I kind of grew up that way. And I, I want to maintain. Ooh, ooh, message. I want to maintain that for me because there's a lot of peace in living on a quiet street hearing the birds chirp in the morning hearing some crickets at night I love that shit that shit's amazing seeing a coyote every now and again you know as long as they don't come after me I don't mind that they're around um and just being able to like walk you know I actually go on walks in the morning because I live by some pretty campuses and I really like to just enjoy the scenery. It's fucking great. That's how you know I'm getting old. Like I'm just in appreciating the little things in life like nature. So shout out to me moving. It was definitely necessary. I had to get out of my last spot. It was just really dampering my soul. And I didn't feel safe there. Bottom line. Like the location of my apartment did not feel that safe. So I feel safer I feel blessed and I feel at peace at my new spot. So shout out to that. Shout out to peace in general. Just having that is just so essential, especially right now in a pandemic. Um, What else we got going on? Oh, I had a birthday. Your girl turned 33. Not ashamed of my age, but I barely remember it sometimes. Usually I just like stick to 30 because... I feel like at this point, it's like 30, 35, 40. You know, I kind of go, I group it into fives to keep it easier for my memory because my memory is shot, honey. I can't catalog anything. I can't remember the day. I can't, I can't do anything right anymore. I don't know what's going on, but my memory, it just slips through the cracks like water. It's not good. I need to get it checked out somehow, some way. Plus my energy is just always low. I've actually complained about it on my Insta stories about how I like suffer from exhaustion almost because I just wake up tired. Like I wake up ready for a nap and this is like Sunday through Sunday. <laughs> I don't know what that means. And don't be alarmed. I'm still able to function. I still go to work. 
things get done. Okay. So it's just been as of late. Maybe I'm experiencing burnout. I'm not too sure. But going back to my birthday, um, if you know me, I'm that girl who celebrates her birthday all month long. And then some if you if you let me. So I don't know if that's an Aries thing or if that's just more of a me thing. Because I've talked to my fellow Aries and nobody wants to do that like I do it. <laughs> so I might be alone in it. And I'm okay with it. I'm not ashamed. I love celebrating my birth. And I love that other people want to celebrate it with me. So win-win. But with that said, I had a lot of birthday dinners, brunches, all that good stuff. It was still pretty tight on like the COVID rules, especially for like restaurants and stuff. So I couldn't do too, too much. Uh, But I did go to Miami for a weekend that was a good time and I understand why y'all were going there so heavily and you still do because Miami is like that you just know what to expect like you know how to have fun there however I will say it's not cheap it is not cheap like you gotta know you're going to spend a pretty penny um women might be able to skate a little more than men But even still, like restaurants just cost so much more over there. The way they tax their food with the gratuity and the service fees. I'm just like, okay, okay, I got it. So, but you know, I will pay for food no matter what. If it's good, you'll get my money. So shout out to Miami. I will actually be there again for my girl's birthday. So stay tuned for that. We'll see how that trip goes. Um, what else is going on for me? Oh, so during the summer, I got to go to Cabo. That was actually my first time ever in life going to Cabo. And that's another place where like, I truly understand why everybody was going to Mexico so heavily in the earlier part of quarantine, you know, other than it being like the only country that was open at the time. It's like, affordable, easy, and you know what you're getting into. You know what I mean? It's a quick trip. If you're coming from LA, it's two hours. The flights were way cheaper before I went. Um, I wish I got on it sooner, but it's okay. For me, the most expensive part was the flight. Everything else was taken care of. Stayed in a villa. It was gorgeous. The weather was right. I got to swim in the pool every day. Good drinks lots of tequila broke a nail had some questionable bruises on my body because <laughs> I was just doing too much so yeah I will say just be careful um also I will say it wasn't as cheap as I thought going out there you know the peso is very inflated so you it did feel like I was spending just about the same as if I was in LA or somewhere else. And um, they be hustling. The Mexicans will hustle you down, okay? Not saying they're bad people. Love me some Mexicans. I'm actually a quarter Mexican. However, I learned at the airport, you can haggle your uh, check bag price. And I saw it with my own two eyes when I was there. Like I was about to... Well, I had a carry on actually 
and I didn't think I needed to check my bag because well, I flew there with a carry-on. I should be able to fly back, right? They gave me some bullshit story about how my tripod in my carry-on is not allowed. So I have to check my bag. And I was like, okay, fine. I'm not going to argue too long or too much because, you know, I got to get on my fucking flight. So I go back downstairs, go to the line, and they're asking me, like, the cost of the check bag is going to be $35. And then they ask me if that's okay. And I didn't really think about the if that's okay part because I'm just like, uh, yeah, I'm going to pay it. Go ahead. <laughs> and then I pay it and, you know, it's all done. But the lady next to me, maybe not next to me right there, but like adjacent. Lady next to me, white lady, they're asking her the same question about her checked bag. And like if it was okay if it was $35. And she says some shit like, well, last time I only paid $30. And they were like, okay. And so she only paid $30. And I remember hearing that and I was like, what the fuck? You can haggle your check bag prices? I've never tried that. I don't know if that's really a thing. I don't know if that's really a thing anywhere else, but... Listen, in Cabo, it, that happened. And I didn't go back to fight it either. I kind of kept going because I was like, mm, I'm not about to risk missing my flight to deal with $5. However, that stuck with me because I'm like, what the fuck? What a hustle. <laughs> like Y'all hustle everything from the fucking souvenirs to the goddamn check bag at the airport. Listen, I'm not mad. Y'all got my money. And I also had a good time. So there's no complaints. So other trips included some staycations like Palm Springs, you know, that's kind of like local to L.A. So it's not too out of town. Again, another easy, thrilling place because there's only so much you can do. Things kind of shut down early out there. You get a place with a pool or you stay at a resort. You get some drinks, you eat some good food and you call it a, a weekend. That's your whole weekend right there. I also got to do ATVs for the first time out there. Um, your girl hurt herself. I <laughs> let me just say ATVs are dangerous as fuck. In Palm Springs, I think that's the only place where I've seen it where you can just go. Like it's like a free for all. It's kind of reckless. Like the people that I was grouped up with were doing the fucking most. Like doing jumps and shit from the fucking sand dunes. It was a lot. And I went really high, like to the highest point and like went straight down. It was the scariest shit ever. And like, I almost forgot how to do everything, like stop, change gears, all that. And I'm just so thankful nobody was like crossing my path because I would have crashed. Like we would have died. We would have died. But instead I crashed into a thing of tires and the little engine that's in between your legs, basically like I hit that with my leg and then I have this scar to this day on my fucking shin it's not sexy but it's like a lasting memory to say that I had a good time and I have to be fucking careful I don't really have to do ATVs again to be honest that shit was lightweight scary just just a little bit it's fun when you're on like a leveled path but like going down those deep sand dune hills is insane so lesson learned, 
what else did I get to do? Gone to the Bay Area to see my friends and family. Love my girls. Lots of pregnant girlfriends having babies. So I've been really living up the auntie lifestyle, even though I've probably visit every baby just about once. <laughs> but just know auntie loves y'all. I will visit again soon. Oh, you know what else I did? And I'll definitely give her her flowers in a different episode. But I did seek out a life coach. Um, if you listen to my previous episode about looking for a therapist, I ended up letting my therapist go. And through my mutual friend, I found a life coach. I'll say life coach, but she is much more than that. Like she's very much an energy healer, spiritual advisor. She's along that line of spiritual healing. And her name is Nicole Love. She was phenomenal. We did a six month program and it was like a mixture of therapy sessions, meditation. It was all customized to my needs or whatever I was feeling that day. We did energy healings, um, emotional healings, things that release blockage from the heart and other chakras. It was so good. I honestly loved everything that we did together. And she really helped me grow spiritually and mentally too. Like everything she gave me with the tools and stuff, I definitely apply them to my everyday life. I have like a mantra that I'd say in the morning. She added to my affirmations, all that shit. Like it was so helpful. And you know, I didn't really realize like that was what I needed. Like it's hard to articulate what you need mentally sometimes because, and that's coming from someone who was in therapy for like three years. At a certain point, my therapist wasn't just it just wasn't enough there like she did her job but it became a little too cut and dry and I think with the pandemic and not seeing each other face to face it was a lot of barriers that just didn't allow us to connect anymore so I digress though but Nicole is that girl so I will talk about her in another episode maybe I'll have an episode with her I'll talk to her and see if I can do that because I refer her to just about everybody I know She's talked to my mom so far and even my grandmother. Like I rave about her because she is the truth. Um, Let's talk about the pod. So the podcast, I'm ready to get back in the groove. I am learning that I need more help. I am trying to, or I was trying to do this as a one woman show for a long time. And your girl just got burnt out. I feel like that was one of the bigger reasons why I had to slow down slash stop because I can't do it all. There's no way. There's no way. Plus, I want to improve on quality. So I feel like if I want to improve on quality, I need people who are quality driven, who know what they're doing, who have the background in the skills of the things that I want. So with that said, I am looking for someone to help me record videos, a videographer, if you will. Um, If I can't get a videographer, I will definitely settle for someone who can just edit the videos. That's also super helpful. Um, I'm also looking for studio spaces. I need a just like a central area to bring my guest. You know, it's just so much more professional that way. Plus, it puts me at ease because I don't like everybody in my house. Like, that's not the move. My house is very much my piece. So, you know, my homies can come. That's that's a given. But 
not everyone's the homie. You know what I mean? I will even take a social media manager. I'm not even sure what all that comes with, to be honest. I just know I need to keep that part of girl what active because the engagement is really important. You know what I mean? So I really want to make sure that stays up to speed with my episodes. So social media manager, videographer, and a studio space. If you know somebody who knows somebody, hit your girl up. Call me, text me, email me, DM me, however you can reach me and let me know. And then for the podcast itself, I finally ironed out some concrete segments that I'm going to add every episode. Maybe not all of them at once because that can make the episode super long, but definitely incorporating a few each time. And I think that'll also just have a better flow for my episode. So it's not like I'm all over the place, aka winging it. <laughs> Listen, I know my podcast sounds like a conversation with my friends and it's very intimate, but sometimes like I need guidance. So Yes, we're going to have a gossip girl section, girl boss or guy boss. It's gender neutral over here. The girl what topic, which is always an ep- a thing for every episode. We have girl by, which is touching on the personal pet peeves of what's going on. Girl watch this is going to be the new deep dive on a show or movie segment. Um, I've also talked with Betty Black. And we might do some recapping for the next Insecure season because it's the last one and I can't believe it. So stay tuned for that. But yes, your girl has segments now. So things will sound a little cleaner, much more produced and overall better. So with that said, I feel better about the podcast this time around. I feel like it's going to be great. Um, I'm still trying to figure out what I want my podcast to graduate into because I know we can't stop here podcasts are very much a stepping stone for greater projects and things to be had for yourself and I'm still trying to figure out what that is for me Um, I've thought about maybe hosting something maybe it's a show of some type I don't know I still need to figure out some more goals for my podcast and I think that'll come as I go and yeah it's very much like a learning curve. This whole thing is like a journey, like everything else in life. It's a journey for me to figure out what I want to do. <laughs> it all ties into my purpose somehow, some way, even if I don't know what it is 100%. But here we are. So thank you for listening. We're going to wrap up here. I'll always end with, if you haven't already, rate me five stars on Apple Podcast. And please, please, please leave a glowing review. I really do read the reviews, you guys. So if there's anything you want to hear, see, or anything, leave it in the review. I need all the feedback I can get to improve. And that wraps up this episode of Girl What? Thanks for listening.